Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 22, the offering of Isaac. Now it came about after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. He said, Take now your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I will tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. And he split wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham raised his eyes and saw the place from a distance. Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, and I and the lad will go over there, and we will worship and return to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So the two of them walked on together. Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. So the two of them walked on together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him, and Abraham built the altar there and arranged the wood and bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not stretch out your hand against the lad and do nothing to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham raised his eyes and looked, and behold, 
behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the place of his son. Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it will be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Indeed, I will greatly bless you, and I will greatly multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore, and your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham lived at Beersheba. Now it came about after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Behold, Milcah also has born children to your brother Naor, Uz his firstborn, and Buz his brother, and Kemuel the father of Aram, and Chesed, and Hazo, and Pildash, and Jidalph, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Naor, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also bore Teba and Gaim, Tehash, and Makkah. Jeremiah 31, 1-19 Israel's mourning turned to joy. At that time, declares the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness, Israel, when it went to find its rest. The Lord appeared to him from afar, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. Again, I will build you and you will be rebuilt, O virgin of Israel. Again, you will take up your tambourines and go forth to the dances of the merrymakers. Again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The planters will plant them and will enjoy them. For there will be a day when watchmen on the hills of Ephraim call out, Arise, and let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. For thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give, praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I am bringing them from the north country, and I will gather them from the remote parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, the women with child, and she who is in labor with child together. A great company, they will return here. With weeping, they will come. And by supplication, I will lead them. I will make them walk by the streams of waters on a straight path in which they will not stumble. For I am a father to Israel. And Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare in the coastlands afar off. And say, he who scattered Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd keeps his flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and redeemed him from the hand of him who is stronger than he. They will come and shout for joy on the height of Zion, and they will be radiant over the bounty of the Lord, over the grain and the new wine and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd, and their life will be like a watered garden, and they will never languish again. Then the virgin will rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old together, for I will turn their mourning into joy, and will comfort them and give them joy for their sorrow. I will fill the soul of the priest with abundance, and my people will be satisfied with my goodness, declares the Lord. Thus says the Lord, a voice is heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping. 
Rachel is weeping for her children. She refuses to be comforted for her children because they are no more. Thus says the Lord, restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears for your work will be rewarded, declares the Lord, and they will return from the land of the enemy. There is hope for your future, declares the Lord, and your children will return to their own territory. I have surely heard Ephraim grieving. You have chastised me and was, and I was chastised like an untrained calf. Bring me back that I may be restored, for you are the Lord my God. For after I turned back, I repented, and after I was instructed, I smoked on my thigh. I was ashamed and also humiliated because I bore the reproach of my youth. Luke 1, 39 through 55. Mary visits Elizabeth. Now at this time, Mary arose and went in a hurry to the hill country to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how has it happened to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she who believes that there would be a fulfillment of what had been spoken to her by the Lord. The Magnificat. And Mary said, my soul exalts the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has had regard for the humble state of his bondslave. For behold, from this time on, all generations will count me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is upon generation after generation toward those who fear him. He has done mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of their heart. He has brought down rulers from their thrones and has exalted those who are humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent away the rich empty-handed. He has given help to Israel, his servant, in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. Here we can see on this um, the second day of Yom Teruah, or the Feast of Trumpets and, and uh, Rosh Hashanah, which is leading up to the, the spiritual new year. So as we're leading up to this, you can see that, that God's showing that promise, He's showing the promise of this new covenant. And Bringing in Genesis 22 and the story of, of Isaac being sacrificed is huge because that is a foreshadowing or it's where Abraham is actually able to get a glimpse of what God is actually going to do because Abraham is going to sacrifice his one and only son, his promised son, the one that he told him over and over again, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this, and there he is. And so now he's there and he says, okay, now sacrifice him. And he's obedient. He goes to sacrifice him and God just stops him. The Spirit of the Lord stops his hand and says, you know, basically, I just, I just wanted to see that you were faithful. But it wasn't like he was saying this was a test. He's saying, man, you are so faithful. You are so obedient. And that is amazing. Well, now you get into the story of Jeremiah where it's saying that you're going through all this trouble, but the day will come when I will turn your mourning, your sadness into joy. All of your 
uh, the, your lamenting is going to be turned into complete and overwhelming joy and contentment. And it's that promise of a new, I'm going to gather you all back. I'm going to, to uh, free you from the bondage that is too good, too great for you, that you can't do yourself. He's referring to that, that spiritual problem that was caused in the garden that yearly they have been practicing a physical act that um, is like a just putting a Band-Aid on it. Just a short solution, a short-term solution for a spiritual problem. And so they're coming up to that season where they're going to have the spiritual newness, where they're going to have the, the baptism, the atonement, and they're going to cleanse themselves and start completely fresh. And hopefully starting day one, they don't walk right back into sin. But um, that's where they are right now. They're, they're refocusing and turning their hearts back. And then you can see in Luke, it says, um, or it talks about uh, the excitement that Elizabeth had for Mary when Mary visited because the baby in her womb leapt for joy. She knew that baby felt the presence of the other baby and knew that his Messiah was here. So, um, all that comes together in showing us that in this time of the Feast of Trumpets, as we're blasting the trumpets daily and telling everybody, be prepared, get ready. The Lord is coming. He's coming to meet you. He's coming to you. You don't have to go to him, but you have to get everything ready because he's coming. Prepare your home, prepare your business, clean up your life. Uh, take care, make right anything that's not right in your life and come to a full atonement. Be baptized and cleansed. And the Lord is coming to you. And of course, that was uh, at one point Jesus the first time. And soon it will be the second coming of the Lord coming into our presence. So Father, thank you that you you show us how we are to be ready. It's all in your time. It's all in your calendar. We know that Jesus is coming and we're so thankful for that. Um, and we know that it says that we don't know the hour, but we do know the season. It says that we don't know the exact time, but we do know, we do know the things that are happening around us and the signs. You told us to be ready. And Father, we are ready. Um, and... We need to, of course, atone for everything and clean up our lives and, and remember over and over again our shortcomings and bringing them to you so that we can repent, we can ask for forgiveness, and we can daily live a new, a fresh life and diligently seeking a sinless life. Father, help us to have the courage to... Um, to fall on our knees and our face whenever we know that we need to before you. And Father, um, thank you for your forgiveness. And I, I just pray that all of us can be ready when the time has come so that we can be a bride prepared for our groom. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to, to spend with your family uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.